Welcome everybody to Spirituality Adventures. This is a non-judgmental place to explore spirituality, and we're so glad you're here. This is a viewer and listener supported podcast, so we greatly appreciate your support. If you're watching on YouTube, be sure and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Be sure and like, share, and subscribe to any of the social media content platforms that you're using. And then if you go to our website, spiritualityadventures.com, you can make a one-time donation or with a monthly subscription, you'll gain access to our bonus content. We greatly appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in. All right, welcome to Spirituality Adventures, everybody. We are on location in Kansas City, Missouri, down at 30th and Truce. Yeah, 3000 Truce. Right down in the core, man. And yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. this is the core. Definitely. And we're interviewing Clark Roosevelt, who is a uh, black entrepreneur, creative uh, director, director, philosopher, philosopher, entrepreneur, and founder, creator, curator of Clever. C-L-V-R, Clever. Thank you, Clark, for joining us today. Clap it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, man, I'm very happy that y'all here. I'm glad to be here. This is fun. So, um, yeah, let's get, let's get a little bit of your background story. Where were you born? Where did you grow up? Give us a little bit of your, your background and family history. Okay. Uh, man, I was born and raised Kansas City, Missouri, uh, not too far from here, probably about Probably about half a mile uh, around the corner. Um, what high school did you go to? I went to University Academy and De La Salle. Okay. Um, I finished up at De La Salle. Okay. Uh, yeah, grew up Midtown. I went to elementary school at Bryant Elementary on the other side of the plaza. Uh, went to foreign language. Then I did homeschool for a year, for a year, and then my parents put me in University Academy. Okay. Um, man, grew up in the man in the heart of it, heart of the hood, uh, heart of the ghetto. I guess you could say. Uh, I was blessed with to have both my parents my whole life. They've been married. I'm 34. They've been married 36 years. Wow. Uh, man, we they just bought their crib over where where I grew up. You have man, brothers up, and sisters. I got one sister. Yeah. But uh, older, man, younger. She younger. Okay. One blood sister, but my brother, um, Trent, I met him when we was like six. And we've been, it's been locked in since then. Okay. Uh, I don't think anybody know me better than him. <laughs> uh, but man, um, I didn't really grow up with family, so with, with relatives around me. So my family is my friends, mm-hmm. uh, people I have grew, grew up with. And made money with, <laughs> made memories with, um, went through it with, mm-hmm. uh, that's my family. Uh, I and, and from that, it makes me family oriented. Yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, I'm, it, I got a different perspective on family than a lot of people. And so my, my family is, I'm always getting new family members. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and that's, man, that's joyous. Uh, I didn't have grandparents, or I had my girl, my grandma, but my um, on my daddy's side. But both grand, grand, both my grandfathers was gone before I got here, uh, and then mom's is from Monroe City, Missouri. Pops is from here. Mom's from Monroe City, Missouri, which is about about four hours away. Mid, I want to say mid southern Missouri. Okay, it's closer to closer to. Closer to Columbia, okay. Kind of in between Columbia and St. Louis, okay. Little town, uh, so I got a little country in me. Right. <laughs> My mama got a whole lot of country in there, but yeah. um, man, grew up playing basketball, video games, yo-yoing. <laughs> okay. Picked yo-yoing back up a little bit ago, but uh, man, but I was really big into sports. Okay. Did Boy Scouts. Boy Scouts was yeah. Man. Was there any faith uh, influence in your family For growing sure. up? Oh, uh, pops is a pastor. Your dad? Yep. Really? Uh, my mom was evangelist. Oh my gosh. Uh, so you know, saying that's in my blood. What? My, my Tell me, your dad is your dad still pastoring somewhere? Yeah, yeah, he's pastoring at uh, Berea, Berea. It's in Harrisonville. 
Okay. Yeah. Um, down south. Harrisonville. Harrisonville? Yeah. Where is it? Harrisonville. Missouri? Yep, Harrisonville, Missouri. Is that south? I was thinking it was, but I could be... I don't know. Anyway, that's all right. I'm trying to think which highway we take out of like here. Like 71, go 71 south, down? That's east. That's west. So... what? Where yeah. did he pastor when you were growing up? Okay, so he had a church called Total Life Impact. Uh, Total Life... What? Total Impact Life Application Center. Hmm. And it was on 56... Or not 56. It was on 47th and it was on Brush Creek. Okay. Uh, where Prospect meets Brush Creek. Okay. It was at that corner. That's cool, man. I've, yeah, so yeah, I've that, partnered with a lot of the African-American pastors in the core through the years over the yeah. last 20, 25 years. But I don't, I, I didn't meet your dad. He was probably, um, if he, anyway, but yeah. Pop, Pop's kind of like me. He, 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 he ain't never really had no coalition. Or okay. Or like, uh, people he he kind of like did his own thing mm -hmm. and so um, when you live in that a lot of people know you but a lot of people don't associate with you or they can't associate with you because you you, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying and it's a man it's a benefit and it's a I like to say a benefit and a deficit mm -hmm. whereas like sometimes I need team members which you know because it's, it's who I learn from it's uh it's like what I see in nature where the cubs just learn from their parents. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? They can't learn from other parents because other parents is other places. So yeah. I learn from him to how to move throughout life. And, yeah. So he didn't really associate with a lot of people because one thing associated with a lot of people, you don't know what they're going to do. Mm -hmm. And you don't want to dictate what, you can't tell nobody what to do. You can only control what you do. But I learned that people do stuff behind closed doors and when they come out, you gotta choose. And mm -hmm. so I just make sure I understand, I get it from him, he just makes sure that he understand people before he associate yourself. And like me, you can, you see it on them quick, like, man, I didn't know you was like that. And mm -hmm. can't do it, but yeah, he was here and there, non-denominational too. Okay. Uh, that could be, that could be a thing, but but that was a positive influence in your life, the, his Definitely. his work with the church for and sure, pastor sure. and all that. Um, okay, because pops when he did associate with people, they mistreated him, and that taught me a lot about <clears throat> that taught me a lot about life because a lot of us think because it's the church and what the church mm. represents and the idea of the church and what the church is supposed to be, we think that that's mm -hmm. the holy grail of places to be. Yeah. But it ain't because of the people. <laughs> it, it really showed me how corrupt people can be, how controlling they can be, how manipulative they can be. Mm. And I know it sounds like a, like it don't sound like a positive thing, but it was, it's positive because it's helped me navigate like, it's just seeing it on people. Yeah. Because the church people hide it really, they hide it really well. And so after you see it so much, you're like, dang, yeah. what? You doing the same thing they was doing? And it translates to the world. Right. Yeah, no, I understand. I understand. Yeah, well, I, oh, I totally get it. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, what? Yeah. You, you said y'all ain't here doing I I pastored for a lot of years and oh. uh, still do, do that. And mm. um, I've seen it all. And then I've gone through my own failures too, you know, yep. so, yeah. That's part, of, that's the key part of life, mm -hmm. the failures. The wins is like rewards. Right. Like, here go your, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that crap you was just going through, here go yeah. some good times. That's right, that's right. Well, cool, so um, out of high, out of school, what, 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 what path did you take right out of school? I was supposed to go play football. I had a full ride scholarship to Central Methodist, but where uh, at Central Methodist? Where Central Methodist is at Fayette, Missouri. Okay. Uh, man, I ain't talked about that for a minute. I didn't. That's like, interesting. Kind of forgot well, about I, that. I only, my dad played 
basketball. He's eighty. My dad's eighty-eight. He's still alive. Oh, he but played, he, he played, played first basketball. basketball scholarship at Central Methodist in McPherson, Kansas. I think is the name of the college he played basketball at. Anyway, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he was playing so, the first basketball. He was a little. He was a point guard back when they didn't shoot jumpers. They shot set shots from down low. They, in the fifties, fifties, you know. Hold on, everybody yeah. move! I gotta shoot. Yeah, I mean, in the fifties, they were shooting like mm-hmm, this. Yeah. You know, he would drive. He was a good driver, mm. but that outside shot, then no three pointers, and they shot what they called set shots down from mm. here. And they didn't shoot. They didn't. They didn't they shoot didn't much neither. Up. Yeah, they didn't shoot too far out neither. Yeah, well, there's no three point shot, yeah, so you know no it's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Why you want to shoot thirty feet out Unless if you don't you get was, credit? Uh, Pistol Pete, Pistol Pete was yeah. the first one to just be like, you know yeah. what? Y'all ain't guard me out here. Yeah, I'll shoot it. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Oh man, that's crazy. Yeah, so you almost so you didn't take the scholarship though. Didn't take the scholarship. Pops got sick. I decided to stay. Uh, man, ended up getting fired from Denny's. I was working. At, I was working at Denny's from sixteen to nineteen. Uh, and man, my girl broke up with me. Just hard times really hit me. And uh, I've always been in the streetwear, shoes. Yeah. And but I could never. We could never afford it. Okay. And so um, man, I, my pops was just like, "Well, why don't you make it yourself?" <laughs> oh wow. Well, that's how he always kind of taught us to. Um, yeah. Man, if you can't afford it or, you know what I'm saying, you got to make do with what you got. And so... Um, That's not a bad philosophy, man. Yeah, it ain't. That's good. That's <laughs> I just told it to somebody yesterday. We yeah. had some problems. And I was like, well, yeah. won't you do it yourself? Yeah. I was like, ah, it's not my... It's not what I was thinking to do. I was like, oh, well, then you ain't going to get it done yeah. until you can afford to get it done. But, yeah, Pops was just like, why don't you just do it yourself? Why don't you just make some of your own? And so I, was just, I thought about it. It was like... All right. And then I was like, all right, well, I got to wait to save the money and get the program. And then then I lost my job. My boss was just like, well, we got Microsoft Paint if you need to make designs. And so it, it's it's this really my pops that then got mm. me uh, on this path and just uh, pushing me. That's interesting. Mama got me, mama got me out the house. Pops got me doing what I want to do. <laughs> well, that's good. That's good, man. <laughs> What were your, uh, so you love sports. What were your musical influences then? Like Ooh. when you, like in that my early creative days? My pops, my, my very first memory is at the apartment over on, uh, off 27. Cause we moved, we was living there and then we moved over here to 33rd and Wayne where the crib is now. And, um, one of my very first memories is being, my pops has always had a studio. Always had an at-home studio. Uh, like music? Yeah. Wow. He a gospel rapper. Okay. I'm a second generation hip hop so, artist. Like black gospel, hip hop, yep. rap? Rap, rap. Uh, he one of the pioneers of it here in Kansas City of gospel rap. Really? Um, it's a, they, my mama and they'll show me a video of my pops performing and my mama hold me in their hands. Serious? Yep. And after my pops performed, the pastor, this how this how old it is. Pops got up there. Oh, after So he was doing like black gospel rap. At church. At church. In the nineties. Wow. I love it. <laughs> I gotta meet your dad, man. Oh, you gotta meet, yeah. You, <laughs> you gotta meet, yeah. You, you wanna go sit at the house, uh take all this, go to the club. That's crib, amazing. And talk to him, yeah. He uh Man, he so got funny. Pops most definitely good. Mama do too, but Pops. Yeah. I'm, I'm most definitely the offspring of my Pops. Huh. You know, I, I asked all his friends, they like, yeah, that's your, that's your boy. That's he, awesome. Uh, in that same video, Pastor got up there and kind of like condemned him because it wasn't, when rap first came out, it was, it was devil music. Like, kind of like rock and roll. I know. When rock first came out. Yeah. What y'all doing in here doing I know. that devil music? Right, right. Same thing with rap. Yeah. And uh, Pastor got up there and kind of just like undercut everything my pops just did. Oh, wow. On the video. Ah, uh, well, always got naysayers out there. Always. But, you know. Jesus had them. But yeah, that's why, right. Why should I That's not? right. Oh, that's cool. I love that. So tell us how you got... Give us a lead into uh, how you got going with Clever. How long? How long ago do you establish it? What two years now? Nah, we've been going. 
See, uh, the first the idea first came up 2009. Okay. That's the first time I was like, all right, I'm gonna do it. Um, but I didn't print any shirts or I didn't get any shirts printed until 2012. Okay. Quite a bit longer than I. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, man, been rocking since then. We um, hmm. What was what? Give give me your thought behind behind clever. What was the original vision? So the original vision was to be everywhere, clothes wise. Um, I was really just no. All right, let me take that back. The original vision was for me to wear. I just needed some fly clothes or some clothes I thought was hidden um, to look like what I already like so that I could fit in. Because mm-hmm. um, everybody else had the shoes, the clothes. So I, I just wanted it to fit in, just like everybody else. Uh, you don't want to be the poor kid. You don't want to be the kid with the with one pair of shoes or with the shoes with the hole in it. Just vanity, flesh. Mm. And so um, from that, from that, I would just show my friends. They'd be like, I like that. When you gonna sell that? And I'm like, sell? I said, I didn't think about selling it. <laughs> I was just thinking about uh, wearing it myself. And that's kind of where it, that's where it bloomed. Cause first it, I was just wearing, I was just, I just wanted something that was different, um, but still fit in with what was going on. And it just be aesthetic, more aesthetically pleasing than everything else. And I think that's, that's where it is, mm. but what is, grown to be is about individuality, which I guess that's what it was already about. It's about spreading that individuality. Mm-hmm. Sheesh. This is what I'm talking about when I say I'm learning about myself from mm-hmm. myself. Mm-hmm. It's just talking like that. But mm-hmm. yeah, it, 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 it started as me wanting to be an individual that fit in with everybody to now everybody fitting into this universe that I'm trying to create. Like Stephen King, that's what I was trying to say earlier. This is, this clever world is Stephen, is like Stephen King's first book. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's, uh, um, you know, Stephen King got his own universe kind of like George Lucas do. Yeah. Like, that's where I want to be. That's why I say, that's why I say directors are the ultimate creators because they the ultimate storytellers. Yeah. They're the ones, um, they can bring a producer in, they'll bring in the actors, they'll bring in the cameras, they'll go pick the scene, and through their vision, you get these stories. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to tell a story. Mm-hmm. I'm most definitely trying to tell a story. Yeah. The story of Jesus Christ. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the... So what's Clever World? Tell me. Clever What's the stand, story behind Clever World? Clever stands for creative living versus retrospect. Say it again. Creative living versus retrospect. Okay. Moving forward Move. versus dwelling on the past. Yeah. Whew. You know. Okay. I do know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I've messed up a f- big time myself, and I to. and I got buried in some past regrets. Right. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And so, so that's and how do you the, move out of that past regret, that backward look? Mm. Into I don't know future I don't know I still ain't I still ain't mastered it so but tell me clever is giving me the an acronym creative again. living creative living versus, versus retrospect. retrospect I like that like um kind of like do it your own way with the um it's I guess it's it's a couple. I call it tundras it's a cut like the untundra it's a couple tundras that you could uh it could be the um, where it's, it's the surface level where it's like, well, you know what I'm saying? Keep living, don't look in the past. But that second layer is um, live on your, live, 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 live on your own trajectory. Um, 
with knowing what other people done did, but don't let what they did and how they mess up stop you from taking your steps. Because mm-hmm. you don't never know how it may work out for you. Right. Just because it didn't work out for them, don't mean it ain't gonna work out for you. Yeah. So how? So give me this clever world. You're trying to create a vision for people living a certain way, not focus on the past, but moving forward. Mm-hmm. How does that tie into clothing? How does that tie into people? And you even mentioned Jesus. How does that all, how does that all weave together? Hmm. You asking, it's the story. How, yeah. It's the story. Um, this is, the clothes is, the message is on the clothes, which is telling my story. Okay. Which is helping tell my story. The, the clothes is merch to my story. Yeah. <laughs> that's where I'm at with it. The I, clothes is merch to my that's story. That's so cool. So I, I just picked a couple of your shirts here. Sure. And uh, which, which one of these was your uh, first release? Which one Gross, came earlier? Growth season. Growth season. These came together? Yep. Okay. Oh, no, no. They didn't come together. So growth season was what we opened the shop with last year. Okay. Um, it's a dedication. That, that the design and the whole thing is a dedication to my, my best friend that passed away. Um, so you release a series of... An, a concept series out like growth this one was based on your friend yeah growth let me let me get this this way how's that let's see let's see and this is growth season right this was based on your best friend or one of your um, close so, friends so, passing uh so what was happening um <clears throat> Uh, my best friend, I found out, it, well, he was my business partner too. And I found out what his favorite color was. He would never tell me, but one day he slipped up and I brought him a hat and he was like, yeah, man. He he had never liked hats, but he seen this hat like, yeah, it's my favorite color. And I said, got him. And so right then I started working on, which was green. So I started working on a collection. In the middle of that, um, he passed away before I even, before I got to tell him. but. I did get to hand him some samples I had made. Uh, last time I saw him was on his birthday and I gave it to him for his birthday. Huh. I'm extremely thankful to to have had that. That's made all of this a lot easier. Um, and so <clears throat> he passed away. I didn't have the design ready or anything. Uh, I just had an idea of growth season. Cause I was in my, I was, it was the first time I realized that I was growing. Cause we constantly growing, but it was at a time in my life where I realized like, yo, everything that was happening or everything that's happening now was not happening post COVID, mm-hmm. passed from COVID. Mm-hmm. Post COVID, I didn't have a car, I didn't smoke. Uh, I didn't really understand self care. Um, I didn't understand taking care of somebody. Um, I didn't understand my half of relationships and stuff like that. And so I was in my growth season. And when he told me his favorite color was green, I was like, duh. <laughs> and so I'm cooking and he just, he caught COVID and passed. And so mm. um, all of this. Is it, are these your words? Yeah, all of it's my words. Um, I'm going to read it. Growth is determined through both your experiences and your education. So be driven to constantly take leaps yep. with an open mind. Sometime you take quote L's leaps, right? So now nah, sometimes take you take L's, life even L's. starts with one. Life even starts with one, okay. Oftentimes growth is realizing you need help and asking for it. We're all a product of our environment. We can outgrow it, but we cannot grow without it. Hey. From the dirt or through the concrete, one must continue to grow. There is, this is your growth season. Yep. That's, that's talking to me now, I and mean, I'm going through it right now. <laughs> you, I ain't read it for a minute. It's just, I made it, and it's kind of just been a shirt. <laughs> but Growth from the dirt through the concrete made me think of, yeah, 
concrete the rose from the concrete you know kind of idea that's exactly what it is yep that's exactly what it is um so the plant uh the day we had to bury him uh it was in it was december 1st uh you know how cold it is here um i was my bro it came over to get me out of bed because i don't know i probably wouldn't wouldn't have and he just like let's go and but uh, we had to unload my car because we had we had all the clothes in the car, so we had to unload the car. And um, I had been going through it for two weeks because he was he was basically dying, and so um, I had been seeing this plant at the front door of my apartment. Hmm. This like, yeah healthy. December 1st and I every time I see I'm like man what is this plant doing here at this time of year mm-hmm. but as I was leaving that day my dog hey, yes sir um as I was leaving uh or as we was packing up that day I said I gotta get a picture of this I, I, I said I'm at a really I'm at my lowest point I gotta go bury my boy I gotta talk about it in front of these people um, I need something to remember this. Hmm. To where I need something to remember this point in my life because it ain't got no worse than this. Yeah. <laughs> and so I took a picture. Um, and then I finally, uh, April came around and went into, got the opportunity to have this and was like, I got to do it. And hmm. I made the design, grow season. The collection was already going to be called Growth Season, so it was kind of like I picked it back up and wrote the monologue. Sometimes you take L's. Life Even Starts With One is my homie's, uh, it's his favorite course to my to one of my songs. And, yeah, it's... So, uh, couple, I'm, I'm going to ask you about a couple of these things. So, you've got the, you got the globe on here. Yeah. Focused on... Africa. Yeah. What's give me give me your thoughts there? So um, other brands when they do the world, it's always America in front. Uh huh. Um, and then when I see other brands do Africa, it's kind of like Afrocentric. Mm-hmm. And I'm 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 black, but I, I don't want my clothes to be Afrocentric because I don't like the aesthetic of it. It's nothing wrong with the aesthetic. It's just not the aesthetic I want to carry. But um, clever world. The world, you know what I'm saying, world is the other half of the title. And so when we, uh, when I wanted to, when I got in my mind I was going to use a globe, I said it got to be Africa. And so it's. Yeah. And it don't look Afrocentric. Yeah, right. <laughs> it looks, it looks, um, it don't look forced. It looked like it's just part of a puzzle. Okay. And so when I also I, notice you don't use vowels. Nah. So I, you, you know what's interesting uh-huh. is the Hebrew Bible has no vowels. It's only consonants. And they Hebrew goes from right to left instead of left to right, but no vowels. No, the Hebrew Bible has no vowels. So when I saw your your uh, no vowels, and yeah. whether it's Clever, World, all your stuff, I just thought, huh, that's interesting. Mm, I didn't know that. <laughs> I'm, what I'm, was I'm, your I'm, thought? What was your thought behind it? I'm anointed. Just creating. I'm anointed. Um, uh, <laughs> like straight up. Like oh god, I, it, it hit me. It hit me yesterday. Uh. I was. I pulled up on. I went for a walk. Got some. Got some bad news and was coming back to the crib and decided to stop by my homegirl house. And right when I got there, it was like, oh Clark's here. Clark brings a calming, soothing feeling to things. They was in the middle of a mm-hmm. conflict. It was like yeah, Clark. Coming, and I'm just like, hey, y'all, I'm, I'm kind of going through it myself. I just had a car wreck, and and I gave them simple advice and calmed the whole house down. Hmm. And I was like, I'm anointed. And that's that's where the story of Jesus come in. I I I feel like um, Jesus Christ was the first of many influencers. Cause that's that's if you break it down to today's terms, that's what Jesus Christ was. Yeah, the, the ultimate influencer pulled up, was or or you know say he disappeared from the thirteen to thirty four, where he was kind of like, 
Ain't got too much documentation of him. I think them was his party days. That's, we all out. <laughs> it's human nature. Uh, what they call it, flesh. <laughs> so they was like, yeah, we gonna cut this part out about DC. Uh, <laughs> we, gonna, uh, we gonna lose this part about DC. Oh, that's funny. And so uh, that's, that's the first time I've heard that take on it. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, <laughs> Jesus had to sow his wild oats there for a while. Yeah, then, then he comes back. All right. That's hilarious. He did the uh, uh, LeBron. You know how, uh, I don't know if you're in the, in the basketball this deep, but LeBron James, he held a camp in, uh, for high schoolers and when high schoolers dunked on them. They got everybody in camera. They got everybody in camera. <laughs> so they, <laughs> so they took everybody's phone, deleted everything. And so that's probably what that's happened hilarious. With, with, with Jesus at the brothels. That's hilarious. Everybody, everybody, put your, put your. Uh, I guess they wasn't tablets. Yeah, they was, they was tombstone. Yeah. Put your tombstones in. Yeah, put them chisels down, man. Don't, don't tell this part. That's hilarious. Wow. But yeah, so I, uh, that's where the, the Jesus part come in. Um, I just, my life kind of parallels the the story a little bit. Mm. Uh, Jesus lost his best friend, mm. um, Lazarus. Same fashion, um, where. Jesus was off. He was off away, and they sent to him like, "Hey, yo, yo, your homie, he, he about to go." Yeah, he's like, "Yeah, okay, all right." And um, I mean, same way for me. I was in Columbia. I mean, I knew he was passing, but I had to keep making money, and I had to get my mind off of it. So I decided to. Uh, man, homie was like, "Man, we going to St. Louis. We need you to print some shirts, live for some people. Pull, leave with us." He knew I was going through. He wanted my best friend. He was like, "Man, get out the city." And so I go with him on our way back, or we just got back. And my homegirl, his his baby mama, my best friend, called me and was like, yeah, he just get to the hospital. And I, COVID, you know, they weren't letting people in to come see him post that. And so, um, man, but by the time I got there, on the way there, I stopped at the crib, cause I kind of knew to print him up, to print up, to print up three hoodies. Mm. Um, all the same ones, all um, ones I'm never gonna drop. And but mine, his has something special about it. And so I printed one up for me, his girl, his mama, and for him. Mm. And um, and by the time I got there, he was he was already gone. Wow. But um, and I had never met his mama. But, um, you know what I'm saying, I got the news. Uh, I'm in the parking lot. I don't, I don't know, it's an ugly scene. <laughs> yeah. I could I could direct that scene real easy. Like, I see it, when I think about it, I see it like I'm right there. Mm. Uh, and so, but his mama, them had like pulled around from the other side of the hospital. And his sister was like, cause I was, I was a mess. And so she just like, man, who that over there? And um, it's like, yeah, that's his best friend. And so mm -hmm. I met his mama that night and mm. handed her the hoodie. And so that was, but that's the that's the the parallel. Um, the two women, cause the Lazarus sister and his, was it his two sisters? Yeah, Mary and Martha. And, yep. Yeah, so yeah. the, um, the parallel is his girlfriend and his baby. He had just, he had just, he had just just had his baby like that six months before. Hmm. And so um, that amongst several other things, it's like, I'm sent here for that. I'm sent here to um, to endure. I'm sent here to inspire. I'm sent here to motivate and man, be here for, after I, I mean, I'm a, this gonna pass, but I'm gonna be here for a while. Mm -hmm. you know I'm saying this, like I said, my universe, my stories, Mm -hmm. All of that going to stay here yeah. for a while. That's good stuff. Well, thanks, folks, for tuning in. We're going to continue here in just, just a few more minutes, but I want to thank those of you who are listening. Thank, thank you to our regular supporters. If you haven't jumped on our support team with uh, Spirituality Adventures, you hey, can go hey, to the website, spiritualityadventures.com. Come on. And we've got Clark Roosevelt today. Yeah, yeah, and man. I want to just, uh, I hope some of his friends are tuning in, listening, and you share this interview. And we're, oh, yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah, we're yeah. excited about uh, what's going on. I really love the the statement on this shirt, creators and believers. For, for, so this one right here is our newer ones. 
Um, so we got the. Is this the newest? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. We drop, I dropped two. One called Creators. One, okay. Uh, the collection called Creators and Believers. One shirt, thank you for creating. One say, thank you for believing. Um, and it's a, it's a, it's me getting my dedication to my people before they pass. Uh, mm. and that colorway right there, which is funny, is my is dedicated to my pops. Oh, really? Yeah, his favorite color. His favorite color T-shirts is tan T-shirts. Okay. There we go. Thank you for creating. Thank you for creating. And then the statement here. Thank you for the leap. Battling your anxieties and insecurities. Come on. The vulnerability. Come on. The falling, the getting back up. Yep. The daydreaming. Yep. The dream chasing. Come on. Risking it for the biscuit. Got to risk it for the biscuit. That's why I thought you've done a little rap in there. You're rhyming. You're rhyming. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, I'm a rapper. And and for being you in a world of them. You know that I I need this one. That could be me in my story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right now, actually. What you mean? What you mean? Oh my gosh. I've went through a huge meltdown four and a half years ago mm -hmm. rooted in my um my lifelong battle with uh, anxiety disorder. And even as a pastor, I pastored this huge church, but I had insomnia because of my anxiety. Mm -hmm. And I got addicted to Xanax and alcohol. And that led me to a lot of bad decisions. This is about a just a three-year period of my mm -hmm. life. Mm -hmm. But it, 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 it melted my whole world down. And then I, had to, I ended up going to rehab. And then now I'm coming out of that whole experience. Tight and trying to, to rebuild and move forward and kind of do what your whole clothing line is about. Like, that's literally what I'm trying to do right now yep. is create, live versus creative living versus- Live creatively instead of-, instead of That's, in this statement right here, you know, it's interesting. Like when you blow it and fail, it's hard to get back up and take the leap of faith again, <sighs> right? You know, I'm, yeah. yeah, so it's been hard, but I'm doing it. Little, I'm taking little leaps, yep. little leaps, yep. but they, they add up. They do. <laughs> and if, if, if you, if, if uh, you calling them little leaps, but imagine the ant that's, oh, that you stepping over. Yeah. yeah. It's a, you know, said to them, it's a huge leap. But yeah, that's when I read that and I've had to be super vulnerable, you know, versus realizing that that if I share my, my faults and flaws and weaknesses, that's not weakness. That's actually courage and strength. Vulnerability is courage and strength, yep. not weakness. Yep. Cause after you, after, after you, after you done being vulnerable, you feel a, you feel a level up. Uh huh. You feel a level up. Like you own it. That was going to be hard, but yeah. Look where I'm, I'm on the other side. Mm. I know how to, I know how to do something new. <laughs> that's so, yeah, that, that, that vulnerability, that's key that you, you can't grow. You can't grow unless you, unless you. You know, for us guys though, we tend to think vulnerability is weakness yeah. and we, we don't want to be uh, vulnerable. We don't want to be weak. We don't want to look, you know, whatever. We feel, we feel, um, so we taught to protect. And so we look at a vulnerability as a kink in the armor. Right. But because of the terminology, like um, when you when you when you build in a house, you know, what I'm saying you want to uh, you 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 want to plan where the soft spots going to be, the entrance and the exit. Mm -hmm. And you know that the entrance and exit is a way for you to get out if there's a fire. But then you also know that there's a vulnerability for people to get in. Mm -hmm. And so we think, man, vulnerability, that's leaving me, it's leaving me open mm -hmm. for destruction. But at the same time, like I said about the doors being open for you to get out, you got to let things go. You got to let things out and you got to have, mm -hmm. you got to have a pathway for them to get out so that you can go get you some fresh air. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Cause you can't stay in the house. Or <laughs> You can't stay in the house. You just can't. Mm. We we learned that with COVID. We can't stay in the house, or yeah, right. We gonna go crazy. Yeah, but yeah. We we a lot of us. Yeah, it's holding us back. That's good stuff. Yeah. So tell me about your interns here. Um, you you've been running Clever World now since 2012, but it's something like that. it's grown and emerged, and 
where, how do people get your product? How do they go online? Shop. What do they do? Shop right now. Um, it's the shop uh, here. Show you, you literally come here to the physical location yep. Yep. to pick up your merch. Yep. Right now, that's where we at. Um, we'll drop. Uh, we'll be working on the website now. And but even then, with the website, uh, it's gonna be some limits on there. Okay. Um, it'll be spurts, maybe. Got a got twelve hours to order, and we are gonna take it down or something like that. Okay. Uh, cause we um, like I said, I'm uh, interaction. Interaction is what interaction is what's going is what's draw it what is what is what drives submission. I mean, not submission. Um, subscribing. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what that's what drives subscribing. That's what keeps people subscribed is when they interacting repeatedly, something new, and action versus just oh yeah I like this shirt I got the shirt I put the shirt on but dang I gotta go get the shirt. Mm-hmm. I gotta um, we're gonna be doing things that uh, uh with virtual reality and the metaverse. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Where, uh, of course, stuff like you can wear the clothes or put it on your avatar, but you come to the shop uh-huh. on PlayStation. <laughs> right. You come to the shop right. on well, Facebook. We're, we're down at 30th and Truist. Yep. And, um, oh, uh, a, the website, can... clever, website, cleverworld.com. Okay. Um, C-L-V-R. C-L-V-R. No vowels. No vowels. But world got a vowel. W-O-R-L-D. Okay. All right. I guess it, it don't. Some of them story. don't, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't. Right. But, yeah. But if you type that in, it'll come up. Okay. You know how Google works. So you can go to the website. We're down here at Thirtieth and Truce. We're near. We're right next to Ruby Jeans. So you can come get. Go get you a smoothie. Get a smoothie and then check out a get yeah, you a yeah. cap T-shirt okay, hoodie. We didn't get into uh, how I got the shop. <laughs> well, tell me. So, um, man, I was, man. It's all been a bounce. It's um, it's all been a bounce back from losing my my best friend. I was here. Um, I took a month off from creating. And I had never in my life done that. At some I was all in my mind, the idea, or drawing, or doodling, or fidgeting. But after bro passed, I just stopped and just at the crib. And um, it hit me like, hey, bro, you got to get out the house. My, my friends, my family, hey, nope, you can't. Mm-mm, we ain't going to let you do that. Because uh, I didn't only lose him, but his baby mama was also one of my best friends, too. And... We couldn't be around each other because of, you know, our, how we going to be together without him? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so um, I started coming here because I don't live far from here. And it's a black-owned business that look good. I'm all about aesthetics. That's why I want to be a director because I, I want it to look good. Right. And this place look good. Yeah. So I was coming here every it's, day. It's a cool spot. It's yeah, really, really well done, put yep. together, sharp. Yeah, and I, I like to say that. Well, I know I did. When I, you know, saying I put this back here, it added to it. Um, this didn't look this good until after. Awesome. This was looking good. You know, what I'm saying they came. Yeah, in. I got got some gardens going here. Yep. yep. The steps. The, and so, um, Chris, the owner, he had been a fan for a while of my music, my movement. I used to weigh 450 pounds. Wow, and I'm I lost two hundred pounds. Wow. So like that's part of my story. <laughs> wow, like, how in the world did you do that? I'm anointed. I <laughs> that's <laughs> because I had diabetes. Oh. I beat diabetes. Wow. I, what did did you go on? What I just some, stopped. You just kind of started donuts, starving yourself. The donuts. I. It was a time where I smacked the whole. 12 donuts. It may take me like a day. I wouldn't do it in one sitting, but it may take me like a day to do it. But like, I just cut it out. I uh. just, my pops, my pops had diabetes and beat diabetes. Wow. Then my mama got diabetes and my pops coached my mama in beating diabetes while she was on dialysis. Wow. With her kidneys failing. And so when I, when they, when we found out that I had it, I, I've had it. Looking back, after knowing what diabetes is now, I've had it for a while. I've at least been borderline. But when I found out, stomach cr- stomach tight. I ended up uh, stress. Stress mm-hmm. is a really big indi- is a really big um, 
contributor to mm-hmm. diabetes. Mm-hmm. It's not just food. Food is big, but if you stressed out all the time, your body's like this. Mm-hmm. And your body, diabetes is your body saying, I'm tired mm-hmm. of being like this. You know what I'm saying? Either mm-hmm. something gotta go. Mm-hmm. Either, either the food gotta go, or this right here gonna turn into this. And so, um, doctor told man, my, my, my mama kidney failure because of the diabetes medicine. So when I go, I'm, I'm scared out of my mind. Pops been talking to me about diabetes, but I'm like, I ain't gonna get diabetes. I'm gonna be all right. I'm 20 something or whatever, but I'm 40 something pounds at the same time. And so I get there, they say, yo, A1C 12, 12.9. And then my blood sugar was, my blood sugar was so high that when I did the finger prick, my little machine said error. So I was, wow. I got to the hospital. They told me, they tried to, first thing, doctor didn't even touch me. The nurse came in, I told the nurse, I'm down, at that point I was down 150 pounds already. Mm-mm-mm. And nurse like, man. And so she happy, the, the doctor came in, didn't care nothing about 150 pounds down, none of that was like metformin. And I'm like, no way. That's the same thing that made my mama kidney fail. I take the information they give me and I go to my pops. He say, well, I've been talking to you about this for since, cause he did it in the early nineties or early, early 2000s. He was like, man, you got the playbook. You got the coach. <laughs> and together we beat diabetes again. Wow. Uh, I'm down 200 pounds. That's wild. Um, my A1C uh, down to 6.1. Wow. Uh, my blood sugar down to 125. Man. No medicine. Um, this, for sure. Um, so following your dream, eating, eating, exercising, doing stuff like that. Man, uh, taking care of eating myself. Eating healthy, yeah. Taking care of myself. Yeah. Eat healthy part of taking care of yourself, but man, Get rid of that stress. I a lot mm. of stress I need, and, and for real, for real, I got this thing I got called a praise break. <laughs> yeah, and I have a phrase. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. It's funny. It's funny. But like, man, I have a praise break, and it's like a time to use music to, to be grat- grateful and yeah. to yeah rejoice. Like just mm-hmm. how you, same. It's the same as when they have them in, in church. They say, man, we're going to have a praise break up in here. Like, I'll have me one. Mm-hmm. I'll have me one. I'll record it. That's where a lot of my content come from. Okay. Uh, that's where my style of content, the style of that I shoot, like how I put the phone down. Uh-huh. That came from, I feel like dancing. I'm listening to this music. Let me put my phone down and record this moment. Okay. <laughs> and so, but, uh, huh. but I, so Chris been a, Doing the health, he's been a fan of, especially my transition from 450 to 250. Mm-hmm. And um, man, he came, I was leaving one day, he was outside having an interview like this, up there, and um, he was like, man, come back Saturday, we gonna have a pop-up, you, Warren Styles Harvey, and it's a, a coffee, a, you know, so Warren Styles Harvey is a, he an artist, he, he Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. Most definitely Shakespeare in this prom. I done told him like, "Hey, bro, mm. you Shakespeare. If if I'm me, if I'm Aristotle, you gotta be Shakespeare. That's how nice <laughs> he, he got his he got his own universe." Yeah. And so, um, man, he told me come back for that. I'm like, "Yeah, I'm about to be with Warren. <laughs> I sit next to Warren easy. We made a bunch of money that day, and then uh, he saw me that Tuesday, mm. and I was in there again just." I was using here to get out the house because, sheesh, <laughs> dark. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And so he just saw me. He said, "Man, I'll be every time I come. You here? Same place, same same spot." I'm like, "Yeah." I'll, he said, "What you going? What's up? What's what's next?" I tell him what I had planned because I had started to plan growth season. I got back on it and was like, "I'm dropping this collection." If I don't drop anything else for the rest of my life, I'm dropping this forest mm-hmm. green <laughs> collection yeah. 
for the world. Right. And told him. And it's cool. Like, I like I like the idea, you know, because like, you know, people drop albums, people yep. drop this or that. I love the fact that you that you drop a creative design mm-hmm. and push it out there. It's got positive messages. Proverbs. Exactly. And then, uh, yeah, and it gives it, it tells your story, your world, but then how people can connect with that and begin to, to live out some of these positive uh, proverbs that we, that we got here. That's beautiful, guys. Well, yep. thanks, everybody, for tuning in to Spirituality Adventures. Um, thank you, Clark, for doing this interview. I'm, I'm so glad to just come down here and visit your site and hang vibe, out a little bit. And uh, it's cool to, to meet some of your interns. Give a shout out to your interns oh, real quick. My inter- hey, y'all come out here. Oh, I ain't, we, I ain't been watching them for about 20 minutes. Yeah, right. Ain't no telling what they... We got it. Man, they we can, got... They get back come here. Come back here. Yeah, we'll get you on camera here just real quick. We got Jackson. Jackson. Uh, I like this one. Mental Health doing? Matters. Come on, this y'all. Is. We got to get Madison in here. Come on, Madison. We got Madison. Are you supposed to have your apron on? I, I don't have mine. Oh, yeah, got your apron. We got Madison. We got Kurt. What is taking them so long? Y'all putting your makeup on? They putting their makeup on, y'all, man. Yes, they are. Yes, they definitely put on their makeup on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got Kurt. Kurt. Eugene will come out. Uh, this is, a, come this out. is the all-star intern team. Uh, this, uh, man, we call... We got a few names, man. The Clever Crew, Camp Clever World, Clark's Kids. All right. Children of the Clever. Can you get these guys over? Do you see them? Yeah. Right, What's your name? Ivan and Eugene. Okay. Uh, Ivan, Ivan, Ivan. doing design. Uh, this our talker. Eugene, in char- <laughs> Eugene and Maddie in charge of uh, stock and inventory. And Kirk right here, uh, he in charge of the um, he in charge of the look. He in charge of making sure that the outside maintained nice. and all that. Nice. Yeah, these are uh, all right. Well, team. thanks everybody. Clever world. Here we go. Thanks everybody hey, for hey, tuning in. <laughs> Spirituality adventures. Take care. Have a great day. What what we say? Ever since I was a misfit, I had to risk it for the biscuit. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> gotta risk it for the biscuit. You gotta risk it for the biscuit. Right here. This concludes today's episode. Thanks for tuning in and listening. Remember, if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe to my YouTube channel. Remember to like, share, or subscribe to the social media platform that you're using. And then go to our website, spiritualityadventures.com, and make a one-time donation, or you can subscribe monthly and receive our special bonus content. Thanks so much.